You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. My mom is Katie. <laughs> What's yours? My mom is... Vanessa. Hello, how are Vanessa. We, how are we ever going to explain to people what we were laughing at? I don't know. Never. It's, it's referencing, referencing, referencing something we saw on, you saw online, sent to me, and I have not stopped talking about since. It's beautiful. If you do not follow, God, I'll, maybe I'll like do a personal edit and be like, if you do not follow, meep, with the actual name, um, that's the hoarders meep, by the way. Um, check me if I'm wrong. Go look at that. It like, is the hoarders intro meet. to hoarders. Uh, but there's an Instagram stories that had this. God, this is gonna be so fucking hard to explain. But I'm gonna try. I, this, I like, want you to do this. Like my size Barbie sized alien. That's how I'm gonna explain it to all of you because I feel like y'all are the audience that would get that reference. Um, like this larger than life alien that's like bent over. I think like Roswell. Like meh. Um, and. It's during COVID times. So it's got a tray of hand sanitizer. And this genius Instagram creator, she is an illustrator and author. Her caption is, Madame's ear jill. And there's, there are accents. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. There's an umlaut or two. Um, we'll, we'll definitely share that so you understand the reference. Oh, but so we. Weird. A grass skirt. It's wearing a grass skirt. And a non-medical mask. (laughs) Oh, God. Madame. Your deal. (laughs) I think it's Ruby. No, not Ruby May. That's another illustrator. I'll find it. I shall find her and we shall tag her so she can understand how much we appreciate that. Oh. Um, I'll try to dig it up in her stories so we can share that as well. It's so good. Right before, here's here's some behind the scenes how how the pod is made. Uh, right before we started, right right where we started recording, I started recording, and we we count in and we do a clap. And right as I'm getting ready to, okay, I'm getting keyed up. <laughs> Katie just like, you know when <laughs> she's hard tangent. And then you brought me back though. You were like, okay. And I was like, no, no, this is good. This is good. This is good. Because you almost let me go. You almost was like, no, like, what are you going to talk about? And it honestly. <laughs> Sitting here with my hands, like in prayer, like ready to clap. <laughs> it's like, I can't hold this. The spirit of the Lord brought me back to the topics because, like, oh. it was one of those moments where I was like, no, this is great. I mean, it was, and I had called it a hard Midwestern left <laughs> because, yeah, I won't get into it. But yes, it was good. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. We'll but that's a that's a that's a that's a TB a TBD a TBC. TBD TBD. Oh, all right. So your jails. Speaking of oh, speaking wow. of, I forgot where we serving, were. Serving in products and and covering protective protective gear, if you will. Speaking of PPE. <laughs> What's the OG PPE? You down with oh you down with PPE? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Madame. Your <laughs> jails. Okay. okay. This is gonna keep 
your jail out of my vagina. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Or other orifices. <laughs> Sorry. Get it together. Okay. <coughs> All right. We're regrouping. We're adults. Adult women. Got it. Who Ready. Fully in control of their jail. Um, so, for reasons I'll get into in just a moment, today's episode is the history of condoms. Um, let me, to be like a banner. Let, history let me, of condoms. But it's like a condom unrolling. And like it's a like band. the red carpet, but it's a condom. But it's a condom. Just it's being unrolled. Down. Being yeah. unrolled. <laughs> it's um, that Leslie Nope episode where she's like, and you roll it all the way down, and she's doing yeah. it on a banana. Yeah. I'll try to find that again. <laughs> and you roll it all the way down to the tip. Okay. Well, no. Opposite. Oppo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Got it confused. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't roll it all the way down to the tip. That's after. <laughs> And you're pregnant. No. Um, <laughs> this is, I didn't know. Secret episode. I didn't know I was pregnant. <laughs> Secret. Katie doesn't know how condoms work. Okay. You got to okay. picture it. It is a wild Friday night in the not too distant past. Uh, it's me in front of a laptop. I am deep into a YouTube rabbit hole about the tutors because it's me. Okay, yes. Um, but then I see a suggestion on the sidebar for a video I might be interested in. Um, and it is about pleasure and love in Victorian marriage. Oh, my God. I have no choice but to click. Was there pleasure? The, Isn't that like oh, Think of England? Oh, just wait. Oh, we'll get there. Well, I'm ready. The video mentions that condoms were available but illegal to purchase at the time. So they are talking about their... their um, showing a parallel. <laughs> Sorry. I pictured instantly in my head, I pictured, well, I heard condoms, Rose, condoms, condoms. condoms. And then I pictured like a Victorian Dorothy <laughs> just Being screaming that. Okay, Being sorry, led continue. away in handcuffs. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. So they're, they're showing like a, a parallel relationships, Queen Victoria and Prince Albert and uh, like another society couple whose name I forgot because I didn't realize it would be important. Um, but they're just showing like, oh, these are examples of two Victorian marriages, very different Victorian mm -hmm. marriages, not just because one was a queen and one wasn't. But um, so they said that uh, they were condoms were available, but illegal to purchase at the time. So it was not really an option for married Victorian couples. Um, and they were mostly used by sailors, uh, sex workers. And people who were not considered, you know, polite society, vagabonds, okay. ruffians. Who was making these condoms? We'll get to it. That were, okay, all right. We'll get okay. to it. I found get out. Impatient. I went deep. Okay. Because I love that they're available. Mm -hmm. They're available, but illegal. Available, but you can't use them. But well, don't you touch can. them. Go buy them. But you can't buy them. Um, unless you're Popeye. Uh, unless you're Pops. Popeye, you got your olive oil. Um, okay. And one of my favorite things about Queen Victoria... And yes, meet me, someone who is the type of person who has favorite things about Queen Victoria. I love it. Um, it was that she was, she truly loved her husband, Prince Albert. I mean, girl was hot for Al. I appreciate that. She and he were uh, super horned up for each other. 
and they had a blast in bed together. Like I love that. She obviously had not had sex before she was married to him, but she truly fell in love with him. It was a love match. It was a very mm-hmm. unpopular match for reasons that are not about this episode. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I was about to dive in just like Katie, a hard Midwestern. I was going to do a hard whatever is not Midwestern <laughs> left turn right into the Pacific Ocean about this. But <clears throat> so she chose, they chose each other like they, they chose mm-hmm. to be with each other mm-hmm. um but it turns out she was not a fan of um babies and being pregnant oh. um so i have never been pregnant and nor do i plan to ever be um i still got maybe about one or two eggs rattling around in there um but um i think i can understand someone wanting to have a family and be a parent but not actually liking the experience mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. being pregnant like not wanting that part of it mm-hmm. um she also got queen shit to do and there's a lot of you know downtime because you're a woman it's victorian times uh there are you know, like there's protocol, like she, she can't, it's seen, it is seen as almost like, um, oh gosh, like immodest, like walking right. around with a big pregnant belly is kind yeah. of like, Ooh God. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, How even, dare you? even like fifties, they mm-hmm. weren't, they television wouldn't let you say the word. Okay. Can you know fuck this is television? They wouldn't, you couldn't say the word pregnant. Mm-hmm. Infanticipating. Yeah, so they had to say, like, um, expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, on famously, Lucy Ricardo mm-hmm. has her baby, um, but they couldn't say that Lucy was pregnant. They, they also had to show separate expecting. beds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you think she made that baby? So Queen Victoria was really upset because she got pregnant very soon mm. after she got married. Um. So she reportedly told her doctor, she asked her doctor, is there a way to enjoy sex without the risk of pregnancy? And her doctor said abstinence. Don't just don't do it. Just don't have sex. And she was a woman in Victoria, despite being queen of England, um, was not educated Mm. insects mm-hmm. and definitely not about condoms and ways to prevent pregnancy so she asked her medical doctor hey like i really like this but i don't want this consequence can i like not and they're like no um and i think she went on to have eight kids eight or nine i can't remember now their first but cousin for someone who never wanted to be pregnant in the first place yeah also ooh problematic but again that's yeah that's a conversation for another episode by eight or nine they're just flying out of there they're just like like dropping yeah it's like a slip and slide okay they're just dropping they're just dropping out of there oh (laughs) it's like a little ball pit in there you get a throne and you You get get a a (laughs) throne okay let's get into it condoms it's like a little ball pit it's like a little ball pit um we'll get into condoms one way or another we're going to get into condoms. You think you know about condoms? Let me tell you about condoms. I'm so ready. Katie, would you like to guess when 
the first known documentation of the condom was? Oh, God. You can just guess a year. Let me just do so I don't sound super dumb. Okay. Um, First documentation of a condom? Mm -hmm. The first known documentation of the condom or of a form of condom. I mean, are we going like back back? Like, are we talking? I'm going to ask for a hint. Are we talking BC or AD? BC. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. Like, like 600? (laughs) It was King Minos of Crete in about 3000 BC. Okay. Okay. And to quote Forrest Gump, I'm not a smart man. But I know what condoms are. Um, I honestly could not figure out if King Minos was a real person as well as a figure in Greek mythology. Okay. Um, Because the internet showed me many things. That So the documentation was Greek mythology. But there did appear to be a King Minos. So based off of him. Someone documented that. Yeah. Well, here's why I ask. Because... The reason that condoms come into King Minos's um, story is uh, he had some killer semen, literally. It was said that because of the serpents and scorpions in his jizz, his mistress died shortly after they had sex. Did he just have like, did he just have like an STD? They (laughs) They didn't get into it. Apparently that wasn't an important part of that story. So serpents and serpents and scorpions made more sense. So hashtag chlamydia. (laughs) Serpents and scorpions. So to protect his wife, Pasiphae, and I apologize if I am slaughtering these Greek names. I'm doing I'm doing my best. Um, So the condom was made from a goat's bladder that uh, Mm. it it actually okay according to this story it worked and somehow allowed his wife to give birth to i think they she had eight children without tangling with any serpents or scorpions so she didn't die and was able to have kids i don't usually that means the condom didn't work right but okay we're not gonna get too into it because we're just focusing on that there was a mention of a condom there was a goat's bladder that was used. Um, and most things I read said that it was placed inside her, that the goat's bladder oh. was placed inside her. Okay, that's making sense. It's not 100%, but um, it. they said it could be possible that he wore it instead, like a sheath, but most stories say it was inside the wife, inside passive. Okay. Okay. Um, now we're going to move on to the ancient Egyptians. Okay. They're one of the first civilizations to use sheaths, um, kind of the shape of what we think of condoms today, like a more snug cover that fits over the penis. Okay. Um, so kind of generally dong shaped. And this is in about 1000 CE. So. Okay. AD. Uh, the Egyptians used sheaths made out of linen that were supposed to prevent a tropical disease called bilharzia. It's B-I-L 
H-A-R-Z-I-A. I looked it up, and it's also known as schisto, sorry, schistosomiasis. Oh, wait. Oh, God. I am, like, destroying this. You got Hold it. On. You got this. It's right there. Schistosomiasis. Okay. I won't even spell it, it to you. So this is a disease caused by infection with freshwater parasitic worms in certain <gasps> certain tropical and subtropical countries. No. The freshwater becomes contaminated uh, from infected animal or human urine or feces. So from poop and pee. Oh, God. Um, the parasites penetrate human skin under the oh bloodstream. Oh, God. Migrate okay. to the liver, intestines, and other organs. Ooh. A rash, itchy skin, fever, chills, cough, headache, belly pain, joint pain, and muscle aches are symptoms. Um, so medication taken for one or two days can clear it up now. It still yeah. can be around in modern times. It's just one of those things that, you know, mm. we got it now. It sounds, the symptoms sound a lot like Lyme disease, which I have had, and it is the worst. Can be. Everybody's different, but oh, God. Right. Oh, God. Ooh. Ooh. So this was a disease that was going around that they were trying to prevent from getting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so another fun condom nugget from the ancient Egyptians. They wore different colored sheaths to distinguish to distinguish social status. That's a condom flex. What did the like the higher what did the upper echelon wear? It didn't say. But um, I imagine that the harder a combination was to achieve, the more it's right. just like with royal times, like purple was a royal color Blue. because it was just harder to get those pigments yeah. to make it. Mm -hmm. That's what I imagine that the more expensive, Absolutely. yeah, the more expensive um, the color was to produce somehow would yeah. determine who wore what. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So now we are with the ancient, we are at the ancient Romans. Um, so their influence on the modern world extends to condoms. Okay. Because the Roman Empire was spreading throughout the world and diseases were becoming more prevalent. They became more concerned. Yeah. So were diseases. <laughs> so were diseases. Uh, they became more concerned with the development of public health. And oh. as with the ancient Egyptians, the concern was not about pregnancy prevention, but about the prevention of diseases like syphilis. Okay. Okay. Um, the ancient Romans used condoms made out of linen and sheep and goat intestines or bladders. Mm -hmm. There are mentions of it in a lot of the articles I read that it's possible that the Romans used muscle tissue from dead enemies. But that could oh. also just be a story that got made up along the way there there's nothing to I back it up mean, there, there's no, nothing hearing some of the other roman stories i'm like that drags <laughs> maybe not out of the realm of possibility but still to be fair nothing no hard evidence hard to back that up yeah um but um for some reason i kept thinking about matthew mcconaughey's character in days and confused <laughs> where he acts where he asks the freshman kid, like, you know, if, if he has in kind of in a roundabout way, if he has any weed. Um, so, like, did you use the muscle tissue of your enemies as condoms? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So th now we are in New Guinea with the Yukas, which is spelled D J U 
Y-U-K-A-S, but it's pronounced okay. Yucas. They are an archaic tribe from, like I said, New Guinea. And they developed their own condom, which sounds a lot like a modern-day female condom. Oh. Um, in theory. It sounds like it. So it's described uh, like this. And the few articles I found that were more... There's a lot of this information is featured in a lot of write-ups about the history of condoms. But I tried to get to the source. And so there is a study, a more academic study that was done where a lot of that that is the source for a lot of the other articles. So I'm linking a couple of the articles I read and then this kind of more source uh, academic material. So the academic study says, a female sheath from a specific plant that was introduced into the vagina prior to intercourse to prevent conception. The sheath was described as six inches long, chalice-shaped, so that one end was open and the other closed. The pressure exerted by the vagina helped keep the sheath in a fixed position. So it sounds like a female condom. Yeah. Um, Sort of. Like, in theory, I'm sure structurally very different. Um, But in theory, like a female condom where it is an... Instead of going rolled up, it is going down mm-hmm. into the the vagina. Did they say um, what plant? They, they didn't say what plant. They just said it's from a specific plant. Oh, um, that's fascinating. So this was used in order to prevent conception, not disease. So the mm. the focus here was to prevent conception. So this is different from other cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we are going to travel to Asia. And the Chinese used their expertise in silk to create sheaths made of silk paper that were applied with an oil lubricant. Favorite one so far. Favorite one so far. And again, though, the focus here was on disease prevention because the practice became more prevalent as plague and disease spread east from Central Europe. Um, And then the Japanese, because everyone's got to be different, they used the kabuta gata it is a shell made usually from tortoise shell but it could also be made from animal horns or leather oh i don't like it and it fit over the penis oh okay oh that's going in you or someone Uh huh it also had the bonus of assisting those who suffered from erectile dysfunction because it was made from a hard substance i don't like it um, you can find some photos of it. It doesn't look that scary. Um, it's essentially, it's a strap-on okay. that is hollow because the, the dick would go inside it. And it's K-A-B-U-T-A-G-A-T-A, two words. I'm, I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. I'm going to find it. I just like... There's not tons of photos of it, but I was eventually able to find some because it wants to spell things a different way, but I was Mm -hmm. able to find... It's basically... It's just like a dick shell. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I found one. So it'd be like a strap-on. Okay. Probably not the most comfortable thing in the world, but if it did work to fight, to combat diseases, and maybe as a bonus conception, if you didn't want to be pregnant. Pregnant. Okay. Oh. Okay. Now, um, we're going to TARDIS travel to the Renaissance period. <laughs> Getting okay. that TARDIS. Ready. Bigger on the inside. 
Uh, this is where some significant advances in medicine were happening. Okay. Um, so in this era, there are scientists in Europe who are building on the existence existing knowledge that had been established by the Greeks and the Romans. Yes. Um, and uh, another entity that was still flexing hard in this area was the Roman Catholic Church. Yes. Uh, so the Protestant Reformation was challenging the policy of conservatism, conservatism of the Roman Catholic Church, and Europe was starting to acknowledge the rise of the difference between religion and state. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but the Catholic Church still had control over medical and scientific advances. Cool. The church was very much still in power. So an Italian anatomist named Gabriel Fallopio. What does that word make you think? What does that last Gabriel. name make you think of? What so are you doing? He is credited with describing the fallopian tube. Yeah. Okay. Um, he described a sheath of linen that was used to protect against syphilis. Uh, the model covered the penis and was fastened with a ribbon. Which like, sounds so cute. Like, tie it with a bow. Little bow. <laughs> and it was lubricated with saliva. Same. Um, just kidding. JK. Um, so he conducted an experiment with 1,100 men and showed that the sheath prevented all of them from getting syphilis. Okay. So I don't know how exact his methods were. I don't, I'm, I'm not calling into question the validity of his experiment, but you know, a hundred percent that's wild. But again, it shows like the scientific method is happening. Things are, are happening. Thoughts are being processed. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts are happening. And thoughts are happening. Thoughts are thinking. Yeah. Um, so sheaths from this period were also still made from lamb and goat intestine, mostly mm -hmm. by butchers. Because butchers would have access to the animals and knowledge of their anatomy. Right. Um, so in the 17th century, the use of condoms as a form of preventing conception was well documented. And okay. the fertility rate in England dropped significantly significantly because the use of condoms. Okay. Or they, they, they keep calling them sheaths because they, they weren't condoms as we know them. So they're keeping the word sheath. So we'll right. keep using that, that word, sheath. Um, enter a Jesuit Karen named Leonardus Lessius, who stated that the use of sheaths was a sin. Mm. And the, Jesu the Jesuits were part of the counter-reformation. So they wanted to reestablish the church's influence on personal, cultural, and scientific matters in Europe. So Thanks, Leonardus. Church wants to stay in power of everything mm -hmm. so they are now seeing that this more scientific uh not anti-church but pro-individualism right idea is happening and they want to squash it by saying nope that's illegal yeah um <clears throat> so there is evidence in dudley castle which is near birmingham england that shows fish and animal intestines were used as sheaths around 1640. Yeah. And this was during the English Civil War under the army of King Charles I. Okay. Um, so... Oh, fish are so scaly. What part of the fish does it say? Uh, intestines. Okay. 
So the army that was fighting for King Charles was contracting syphilis because of the frequent services of sex workers. Okay. Um, Condoms and sheaths were made from fish, cattle, sheep, intestines, and sheep intestines. Uh Um, They were given out to the army to try to reduce the risk of transmitting syphilis because the disease was a common cause of soldier fatalities. Yeah. And she run rampant. <laughs> so that was under the rule, the reign of King Charles I. King Charles II had so many illegitimate children being attributed to him that it started to wear heavy on his, weigh heavy on his mind. Chuck was fucking. <laughs> um, and he was n- not concerned out of like social or parental responsibility, but because it would probably start to fuck up the line of succession to the throne. Um, if there's too many people with the claim, um, that could be real bad news and cause Tangled. war and um, an unwanted heir to inherit the throne. Yeah. Um, so that that's why too many bebés is also a problem here. When were antibiotics invented? When did we do the penicillin? I mean, we're in the 17th century, so not for a while. Yeah. Not a, not for a moment. Not okay. for not for a hot mo. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> the king's doctor recommended sheaths made from lamb intestines um, that had been known to prevent venereal diseases. So this doctor sort of started putting together like, well, if they can prevent the disease, they can probably prevent conception. Like, are we boiling these lamb intestines? Like, what are we doing? I with did these not. Bad boys? I did not see how they were prepared. I imagine yeah. they were different. Techniques. Techniques. Um, I have my concerns. This doctor was known as Colonel Condom. So First the eti- of all. Yeah. The etymology of the word condom is supposed to have been named after this doctor, but there are also other theories. Okay. The Latin word condus, which means a vessel or receptacle. Oh. The Persian word chemdu refers to a long piece of intestine that was used for storage. So kind of like a backpack. Yeah. Uh, A little dick backpack. (laughs) A little dick pack. The origin of condoms being attributed to England and France is also disputed between the countries. The French point at the English calling condoms... Oh, okay. (laughs) Do it. Do it. Do it. Rudagnot Anglaise, which is uh, like an English raincoat. Okay. And the English refer to it as a French letter. And I've heard French letter as a term used to mean condoms. And I think it may have been in the movie School Ties, but I'm not 100%. But I do not understand the name. I don't understand why. uh, French letter. French letter. I don't. No entiendo. Um, Which is in Spanish, which shows you how much I don't understand. (laughs) Um, Casanova used condoms. Oh, okay. In his memoir, uh, Histoire de ma vie, uh, he said that in his younger years, he was not into using them. Okay. And he referred to condoms as dead animal skins. Uh, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. (laughs) But later in his life, he started using them after he understood how they could protect him from diseases. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power, even if it's selfish. Cool. Yeah. Um, so he used to inflate them before putting them on so that he could test for leaks. Okay. Some things never change. Right. I was going to say, I mean, just make it a balloon. Yep. 
Um, okay. So you had asked earlier about who was making them and everything. This is where we're going to get into it. Okay. So condoms started being sold wholesale in the late 18th century. And one of the most popular condom manufacturers in London was known, uh, she was a woman who was known as Mrs. Phillips. Okay. And she owned a place called Mrs. Phillips Machine Warehouse. Okay. So this is um, another article I will quote. I dug real deep for this. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Phillips was in the business of manufacturing condoms. Implements of safety is what she called them. Okay. To secure the health of her customers. In mid-18th century, she was promoted. She promoted her shop against the incursion of a competitor named Mrs. Perkins. So Mrs. Phillips had been manufacturing condoms for 35 years, making them from the finest skins and bladders. She filled orders from France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Italy, and, quote, other foreign places, unquote, shipping condoms abroad. She defied anyone, quote, to equal her goods in England or any other country whatsoever, unquote. Mrs. Phillips is restrained and does not use the word condom in her advertisement. She employed street hawkers to advertise her wares and bring customers to her shops off the Strand on Half Moon Street in London. Mm. Okay. Um, and so they have one of the little, like, jingles that the guys used to say, like, Please. It's, it's like the like old school like newsies like story get your hot story here yeah. so it's to guard yourself from shame or fear votaries to venus hasten here none in to guard w- yourself from shame <laughs> and fear <laughs> none it. in our wares error found a flaw self-preservation's nature lo- nature's law okay so Go i off. would this love is, you to do that it? in a cockney Michael Caine accent. I love it. We'll wait for it. Okay. Um, (laughs) It'll be it'll be a bonus. It'll be on a bonus. Add it at the end. I'll look it up. Okay. Text it to me. So this is by the 19th century. Linen condoms were going out of style. I have a question about the condoms because I was thinking. Okay, when we were talking about like exporting, what was her name? Not Perkins. Phillips. Phillips. All right. So Mrs. Phillips. So she's exporting these condoms, and they're all kinds of animal um, goods, right? Mm-hmm. Their bladders, their tissue, mm-hmm. what have you. So I'm taking it like, I'm thinking like, okay, she's like other foreign areas. Like, what, was she sending them to Japan? Was she, where was oh, she no. sending them? Oh, no, it said, um, France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, and then other foreign places. I imagine other European. Okay. Just because it so, is mid-18th century, like, uh, they probably well, are easiest way to get there is in a cart or of some sort right. that's you what I'm could thinking. do ships but that would probably take forever that's where my mind sense. went so i was like yeah. wow that would take a really long time so we're washing them right like we're, we're these are reusable i don't know if these were there we are will get sustainable we will get to a point where there were purposefully reusable condoms right i would think right like, I would think that they'd be like... I guess you you could, as long as they were still intact, you could. I don't know how well that would work against preventing diseases. It might still work as preventing at preventing conception. Right. But... I feel like one and done wasn't really a thing, you know? 
Like if you bought a product, you were going to like use that product. But I guess it depends because I, I know it would be thin. Yeah. They'd have to be quite thin. I imagine that the linen ones were easier to reuse because you could just right. wash them. But the animal skin ones, it would depend on the wear and tear. Um, and again, still maybe for preventing. Oh God, the smell. Yeah. Oh, and it's, of course, whoever's getting the outside end of the condom that's at risk if you're... Because what are you washing them with? Yeah, you boiling in the water, mid, I guess? In the, be... in the mid-18th century, where you where you getting all that? If yeah. you're a sailor on a ship, where are you getting Put boiling water? water in like, there? Yeah. So I to answer your whiskey, question... A rum? I don't know. Maybe. Alcohol yeah. would probably be the best, but... Yeah. Okay. So mm. we're in the mid-19th century. Okay. And linen condoms are going out of style. Animal sheaths were more comfortable and became much more popular. Um, Before this time, condoms were used by wealthier folks. Uh, One, because of the cost. They were very expensive. Mm -hmm. And two, because they just had more knowledge about venereal disease and prevention. They were just more aware. They had more information. See, all this shit's been going on Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get that sentence out, but it's been going around forever. Uh, the The lack of education. You don't give people the info that they need to know, they won't know how to make informed Fucking 1%. choices. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So now America enters the scene. Here, Here she, she is. Comes. Here she comes. Charles Goodyear. So rubber vulcanization where I got this completely off the interwebs where sulfur and natural rubber are heated together to form a more malleable and durable material with a higher elasticity and tensile tensile strength okay so it is a way to treat rubber where it can become easier to work with stretchy lasts long uh and also hold its strength so like not fall apart not um be able to to remain on a penis like on an erect penis Mm -hmm. otherwise it would just like boop yeah okay so this changed the condom game completely And this is in 1860. Rubber condoms were produced on a large scale at a much cheaper price and were reusable. So now condoms were much more accessible to people of lower incomes because they were reusable. Um, So a more realistic um, investment. And -hmm. they were cheaper. Um, So you could afford them and you could rationalize it by saying, well, I only have to buy one and I can just keep reusing it. Because the right. rubber is going to hold up for some time. Okay. Um, and condoms made from animal intestines and bladders were more comfortable, but were becoming more outdated, more and more outdated, just because okay. they were more expensive. And I imagine harder to manufacture and harder to get your oh, hands God, on. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so Goodyear gave us a leap and bound in condom technology. In the, um, but then the U.S. politics quickly stepped in to rain on the parade. Because in 1873, the cornstalk laws were passed, making the sale of condoms through the mail illegal, and it prevented advertising for contraception. Cool. Cornstalk law didn't sound good from the get. I was like, this from is going to be ge- trouble. Uh-oh. Um, so it's more American and English puritanical vibes were coming through in World War I. Mm. Um, so Sweeping hats. Sweeping hats. <laughs> um, pearls firmly clutched. Uh, whereas the Germans issued condoms to their army, the Americans and British armies went without. So guess who had a mass outbreak of syphilis and gonorrhea? Not the Germans. 
Um, and then a German inventor named Julius Fromm, who invented um, the cement dipping method for condoms, and that is where they dip glass molds to make a raw into a raw rubber solution. So it made condoms thinner and seamless. Oh, so there's no line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's if you've ever seen like stock footage of condoms being made, they're glass forms of penises that are dipped into a solution. And then yeah. once it dries, the condom is formed on the shape and they can just be rolled off. Yeah. yeah. So that is cement, the cement dipping method, which is still okay. used. Um, and that was a German inventor named Julius Fromm. F-R-O-M-M. Mm. Okay. Now we're in the 20s. Bob your hair oh, and 20s. rouge your knees. Um, okay. <laughs> yep. Latex is invented. Okay. So this gives us the condoms that we know today. Mm-hmm. They're tensile as fook. They can be stretched up to eight times before they'll fail. Okay. And with modern conditions, condoms can be manufactured at the rate of 3,000 per hour and can Ooh. be lubricated with spermicide in different colors and flavors. Mm. Fun fact, I tasted a flavored condom once and I would not recommend to a friend. Don't, mm, girl, don't never. do it. Girl, don't do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, I worked, I worked at a clinic where we had a lot of weird condoms and things that okay. we could give away. And just like, what's his face? Casanova blowing them up into balloons. Yeah. Sometimes we get stupid with things because we're stupid. Yeah. Um, okay. So with American and European nations becoming more open to contraception after World War II and the discovery of HIV and AIDS and the rise of other STIs in the 80s, condom use soared in popularity, uh, both as a contraceptive and a prevention for STIs and other diseases. Uh, They're affordable, available in most stores in the U.S. and Europe, and can even be free, given free from places like Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah. Um, And so there we are. From scorpion and serpent-flavored cum to the pina colada Edward Cullen Sparkle variety, the history of yield condoms, you've come a long way, baby. Yeah. Like, they were reusing. I'm convinced. I, I, I don't know her, but I'm convinced that they were like, just wash it out. It's cool. If they, oh God, that water though. Ooh, maybe wash it out with an oxtail, a uh, cocktail. Maybe wash it out with alcohol or a cocktail. Well, you if, have if to you remember that in earlier times, like we're talking medieval, you know, like, oh God, into like, into, I don't, I'm not even sure into what year it would be, but I know for sure during some of that time, water wasn't safe to drink. I know. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, wait, shit, like, they you didn't drink, drink water. Yeah, you drank ale and you, you drank alcohol. You think the spirits because, because that was... that's what was safe to drink. God, like I just did like a David Rose gag. <laughs> like the smell. Oh, God, the smell. Oh, oh, I can't. I can't. I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you. But pass. I mean, can I pass? Well, your option is if you're going to do it, you're preventing a pregnancy that could also very easily and probably kill you. True. Not those, just because like, not just because you don't want them babies, but because like, it, it, you would not survive. Yeah. You wouldn't like, yeah, survive. We'll find another. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't survive the pregnancy or the birth. They wouldn't yeah. care. And they wouldn't uh, care. They would literally, a, like, the they just, sex. yeah, they'd just <laughs> find another. 
They so. would just find another. I mean, I'm sorry oh to the God. goats and sheeps of the world, but if it's you or me, I choose me. I'm surprised the linen. The linen feels very porous to me. I'm surprised. I mean, it is. it makes a lovely jacket. But I'm surprised that it's um, it it was as effective as it was. I don't know that it it. Okay. I don't know how effective it could have been. I don't know right. how many plies. I don't know what mm, you know the exact quality of the linen we're talking about. But yeah, life finds a way. Life finds a way, Jeff Goldblum. Man, I would be rough. I could I could understand other materials being I mean than than many of these are OG condoms. I have seen the picture of the little like the little tie. The ribbon. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. super cute. It makes me have you guys ever have you seen um Monty Python's Meaning of Life? Mm-hmm. That whole there's a whole scene about that where it's like a it's not the classroom sex ed scene, I don't think, but I think it's the Catholic mm. family. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the Protestants that want to try the condom and I think it has the tie I think on it oh, um, if sense. you baby youths don't know what Monty Python is I highly recommend it's a delicious British comedy but yeah oof still I think the tortoise shell I'm out Mario I can't I can't copio I'm out I guess it, it depends what but. size it is though because did they smooth the edges out on the I mean they were not concerned about our pleasure I doubt but, but it would have um, to be smooth enough for whoever's wearing it to wear it without on the inside. Yeah. Well, but still, like you're polishing the inside. You polish on the outside. I imagine that you would, because at that point, it's the Japanese too. It becomes about craftsmanship. That's true. And it, it be becomes a, and it becomes a you know an objet, not just you know slip cover for your dick. It becomes yeah. you know art. I looked up a few pictures. I mean, they are mm-hmm. stunning. Yeah. Little, like, penis shells. Penis, penis on the half, half shell. shell. Penis on the half shell. Penis power. <laughs> Love it. Okay, I need someone with artistic abilities to design the Ninja Turtles, but the penis turtles. The penis turtles. In all the different colors. I need masks. I need the whole thing. Please and thank you. Thank the, you so much. The mask would be funny as, like, the little ribbon ties. Oh my God. Yes. You'd have to have signature yes. colors. My colors are, are blush and bashful. <laughs> oh God, that is fascinating though. I was just thinking about like, I didn't realize, related, but I didn't realize um, how much of a badass Queen Victoria was. She's like, listen, yeah, I don't want to be pregnant, but I do really like sex. So here we are. Well, I mean... Now I had nine babies, well, she, but she did have like a shit ton of kids and then her husband died. Yeah. He died early. It's a really sad, it's like a really sad story. I don't want to get into it. Um, but I mean, it was also like, you know, there's also some problematic things that happened. I'm not completely I'm not forgetting it, but remember yeah. I'm a goth. So I romanticize certain things. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the Tudors and the yeah. Tudor era, but I... I do have a realistic idea that I I would not be among the group that was living well in oh. that time. I mean, <laughs> I get I was it. Like, I know. When we were talking about like the discerning colors, I was like, well, I guess it's that fresh white linen for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd fully. Yeah. 
What 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 color is peasant? That's the one I need to know. I would um, full on be the sheath washerwoman, yeah. not among the elite. <laughs> I get it, but I still like. I'm obsessed. I can't help it. <laughs> My colors are cream and and bashful. I don't. My know. colors are eggshell and echo. Yeah. <laughs> Your colors are dingy white and dingy yeah. white, girl. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. That's like when people romanticize. I do. I do. under Like there is. I understand the element and the purpose of romanticizing certain eras. Mm-hmm. But like when you really start to think about it, for me, it always stems back to the smell. It's just a hard pass for it me. It would be. Just the smells. The fact that women through centuries were carrying around tiny little potpourri satchels to deal with the fucking the smells. Funk. My God. And the, sex. Oh, the teeth. Oh, no. Well, because bathing was seen as like a bad thing. Because they, yeah. I, I just, because you know how I am. They, like medical science of that day believed in like humors. And so they believed mm-hmm. that being in water would change your humors and would make you sick yeah um i also like i was just reading something to or i watched a video i think on like versailles and it was the same thing like versailles was a filthy gross place they were pooping in in its early days in the curtains they're just pooping because because (laughs) it was it was too big and you could not make um sanitary conditions in a place that big like they just didn't have the reason and they had too many people over and they would literally go squat and poop in mm-hmm. corners behind curtains mm-hmm. and things oh and the, the smell again we're back to the smell i couldn't i'm out because i think it was louis the 14th we're talking sun king i think it was the 14th he did not like bathing and he bathed like they said like once a month oh, if man. that and that was the king. <laughs> so you just use like perfumes. And then they did something called, I think it was like dry, dry bathing. Oh, where they yeah. took um, pieces of linen and silk and not wet, but dry, rubbed, them, rubbed their bodies with it. And that was what they thought that was a way to clean your body and clean the, the odors. OG like blotting sheets. Yeah. So it was just blotting sheets You're all right. over your body. Yeah. But they did oh. say that they also changed their clothing multiple times a day because of that. Because you I couldn't bet. bathe and because you, yeah, because it was <laughs> gross. Um, that you, like all day long, you wore the same undergarments and you changed the outer garments. So you were you know, filthy from the inside. You know who was fucking bathing? Native Americans. Mm-hmm. My they people. were like... Let me bask in this glorious water that's cleansing my body. Thank I'm you. Just, let me go ahead and get a dip in here. Fuck. Yeah, it's gross. Oh, God, it's fucking gross. Oh, man. Well, wow. That was fascinating. Man, I'm can. I mean, RIP this, but they're. <laughs> I'm getting ripped tonight. RIP this. I mean, they're all gone, 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 long gone. But wow, what a wild whirlwind of. Of t- when when were antibiotics? I'm curious about our um, our dear friend syphilis. I, let me see. Um, it was I a have why a vague recollection. Yeah, because it's 1928 fe- it was, was penicillin. 
I knew yeah. that it was the in the 20s scientist. at some point. That found, it was off of a piece of fruit in a grocery store that penicillin oh. came about. I remember, I, I think it may be one of the youths in the TikToks. Okay, so, well, some of this is, it's Andrew Fleming was, is credited with the development of penicillin. But mm-hmm. the phenomenon has long been known. It may be explained why ancient Egyptians had the practice of applying a poultice of moldy bread to infected wounds. But it was not until 1928 that penicillin, the first true antibiotic, was discovered. Blah, 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 blah. Moldy bread. Mold. Yeah. So it wasn't really until the 30s that they came into use. Okay. So invented, discovered, invented in the late 1920s, but really not used much widely until the 30s. What did we use before antibiotics? Oh, Dorothy Hodgkin. That's who I was thinking of. The woman who saw penicillin. Oh, okay. Um, she won. Go get it, girl. She, um, Oxford Housewife wins Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize for, Nobel Prize for British Wife. Um, cool. <laughs> Can we just say, like, Nobel Prize for uh, Dorothy? Wow. Okay. Um, it was a different time. Um, Is it, though? Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was a 19 prestigious prize from Swedish Academy to Dorothy Hodgkin in 1964. Well, but thanks to her, we finally understood the 3D structure of penicillin, the first antibiotic, which allowed us to manufacture new and more efficient drug derivatives. The award recognized her extraordinary scientific skills. Um, she lived a very full domestic life. Mm. I mean, yay. I mean, if that's what you want, flex it. But Ooh. is it what you wanted? Um yeah, I guess she spotted it in, like, a grocery store or something. Like a little, like, produce section. I mean, girlfriend got her fucking PhD. Do you really think she won? Oh, no, so that is for a different podcast, different time. Madams, your degree. Your deal. Oh. <laughs> your doctorate. Um, <laughs> my God, that's amazing. But I'm, but condoms, I'm still. Condoms, Rose. Condoms, 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 condoms. I want to dress up. I want someone to Photoshop. Just do all the work for us, please. Thanks. I want someone to dress up Dorothy in a toga. Just like a little crown. Condoms, Rose. Condoms, condoms, condoms. But wow, thank you for doing all that research. <gasps> I'm happy to scour the internet for condoms. Fascinating. I think someone should have a Halloween costume. Um, being the condom with a little ribbon. <gasps> Cute. Little ribbon. Um, tied in a bow. Do they waddle to and fro? That's mm-hmm. the song. <laughs> Hopefully that dig don't hang low. Um, not in that moment when you need a condom. But yeah, fascinating. I love it. What, um, did y'all expect that? What did you think? That- <gasps> we should do a poll. <gasps> well, I guess if you've already listened to it. But maybe this will entice people to listen that haven't listened. Right, right, right. What did you think the first condoms was made of? Like, what did you think? Mm-hmm. When? Do a poll. Did you think the first condoms were? When? I was way when? off. Wasn't totally off, but at I was least, still off. At least you considered BC. I, I think a yeah. lot of people wouldn't have even gone that far back. No. I also, like, I love how, like, just in, like, lexicon, I love how um, rubber is still such a common term in like English oh, British yeah. dialect. I didn't even go into the the nicknames of it all. Yeah. But like rubber, the French letter, French Jimmy's, Jimmy hat, right? Oh um, yeah. I've never heard the French letter before. I'm interested in that. I'm gonna look that up. I have heard Etymology. that before. Um I forgot the other nicknames. 
you know, it's condoms, 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 condoms. Yeah. So many. But, um, but yeah, if you are as fascinated about condoms as we are, then you should probably follow us on Instagram at the bottom Bible and you should probably rate review and subscribe this podcast. We are the bottom Bible anywhere. You type that in on That's Google, probably we pop up where we'll be. We will be there. I know, have you some um, weird religious podcast too, but they're not as fun as we are. They're not going to tell you about condoms. I can tell welcome, you that. Brethren. <laughs> welcome to the fold. We're not a cult. I promise. Um, welcome to our folds. To be. Welcome to, amazing <laughs> oh she that one that one got me deep um oh. but yeah that's what you should do and um you should tell all you should tell your friends with penises without penises about the podcast to listen to us listen to it and um send us pictures in your halloween costumes dressed up as <gasps> old-time condoms <laughs> it's Ooh. so far from halloween but it's always halloween in my heart you've got to um, plan early though all, You've got, good, you, all the good costumes will be taken if you don't if you don't slay steak to something right now. If you're DIYing, you gotta plan that out. You've got to, you gotta go. You're already late to Joanne's. Already. Got all that good fabric is gone. Gone. All that linen. You missed it. If you're going for the linen vibe. You're gonna make um, a, you're gonna have to make a condom out of like um tool. Would you be a royal condom? Like a nice like would you be like a a lovely lavender? If someone, <gasps> honestly, that's a flex. I'd be like, okay, that linen might be a little rough, but let's go. <laughs> I would imagine that was a little scratch scratchy. Scratchy scratchy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I mean, also too. So like, right, like there were syphilis. All the things were floating around. I'm sure the vaginas were like mm, probably a little worse for wear as well. Um, <laughs> things were probably not. Top notch A game. Um, <laughs> it's a rough time. Were they shoving? I would they imagine them shoving like satchels of like <laughs> anything you could find. Anything just... you could find just up there. Um, oh, God. What a different. When people are like, I wish I had been born. I'm like, no, now is fine. No. Now, now times is fine. No. Times. I We've remember got... in a history class in high school, our teacher asked us if you could be like, if you could go to any, or be born or, you know, live in any era, what would it be? And there were so many women in class, girls in class, who were like, oh, the 1950s. And, oh, and he just was like, really? The 50s? Let me tell you about the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, mine got a happy face because I said the 1920s. Ah, the roaring 20s. Although I said I, the hairstyle problematic i do not do short hair i got a moon face we're not doing I short. Got a moon face <laughs> you do not have a moon face but i understand and can't do hair. short yeah i can't wait till my hair grows she needs to grow up gone are the days of experimentation i just want long hair and bangs that's all i want thank you let's somebody write this down mark this time <laughs> because guaranteed six months after she reaches Pixie ideal pack. hair length she's gonna be like i can't wait to cut all this shit off 100 percent. don't hold me accountable ah, you're not my therapist <laughs> okay all right we're really leaving all right but for real this time um catch us on the flippity flip hickory dickory dock 
condoms rose condoms rose of it all uh, it, and we'll see you hickory dickory dock do you think we need a tiktok there you go. <gasps> we, just i mean us we might as condoms it's just gonna be us going is this it is this how it works i don't know how How's to do this how we do youths teach us teach me Somebody, somebody, give me a link to a YouTube that shows me how to do a TikTok. How do I do someone the TikTok? born in 1990? Teach us, please. Ooh, and girl. y'all out here no, feeling old? It might please. have to be t- somebody born in the year 2000. My heart please teach ready. us. My heart is not ready. Yeah, in the <sighs> 90s, they're they're 30. I don't need their help. I need them y'all, 20 thought, year old help. We thought the world was. I mean, the world is like, she's things are dire. But we legit thought it was all over in the year 2000. So. Yeah, maybe we do need their help. <laughs> I think we do. Okay, all right. Well, we gotta go. We'll see. We gotta go. We got condoms to get. We got. We got. <laughs> we got condoms to tie. We got linen. Linen condoms to scrub. We gotta go. I got. I got writ dye. I gotta dye some linen. We got little tiny <laughs> washboards. Little tiny washboards. <laughs> that would be like the so deepest, cute. weirdest, like mean girl like ranking system. Just hand out linen condoms in certain colors of how you would rank. I love it though. I love a deep cut. The first cut is the deepest. Oh the my deep god! Cut is the deepest. I was in my head. <laughs> the first cut is the deepest. All right, we're out of here. See you. See you See later, baby youths. See you later, condomators. I don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to tell me what you want from me.